Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about wildfires and your pool, things to do after the fire goes through, and hopefully you're fortunate enough to have no structural damage to your house, just a a bunch of ash and the mess of the fire afterwards. And I'll give you some tips on how to clean up your pool after a major fire in your area. This episode of the Pool Guy Podcast Show is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com forward slash im forward slash pool to receive 20% off your first six months. So here in California, we have a wildfire season that pretty much lasts um, for several months, anywhere from September all the way through to the end of winter. And... You you may be affected by a fire in your area if you have a pool. I've been through three major fires in my area over the years. The biggest fire that happened near my route was the Colby Fire in Azusa and Glendora. And that left my service accounts a real mess in those areas. And it took weeks to clean those pools up. So the first thing you have to uh, realize is that a lot of the fires are wind-driven, and so not only are you going to have the problem with the ash afterwards, but it's going to be just like a basically a windy pool cleanup situation because you're going to have winds of 40 to 50 to 60 miles an hour. So the pools are going to be pretty much uh, trashed because of the winds, um, regardless of the fire damage to the, um, the pool itself. Um, the fire that I'm talking about, the equipment, one of the customers had to replace some of their equipment. The heater was pretty much totally destroyed because it was so full of ash that there was no way to clean it out. And one pool had to be drained completely because there was so much ash in there that it wasn't filtering out. I had to replace all the cartridges and the cartridge filters on my route because the ash ruined the cartridges um, in the pool. And there was a lot of different aspects um, of the chemistry that that were affected by the fire. And I'll cover that also in a minute. But let me go back to the fact that they're wind-driven and a lot of the cleanup is going to be wind-related. And so if you do pool service in these areas where the fire had just passed through, your customers are going to be really grateful that their house survived, of course. And the fallout from the fire is the wind damage, of course. So you'll do the typical cleanup that you normally would do for a windy um, pool service. That is getting all the surface debris cleared. And I have a rule to spend 25 minutes per pool. Now if the customer is willing to pay you to come back, if you have time you can come back and hit the pool again to do a more thorough cleaning. But typically if the customer really wants to help you out, they can skim some of the surface for you. They can empty the baskets out. 
and things like that so that you just have to focus on the bottom. So one of the things you're going to have it problem with is all the ash in the pool. So once you get all the leaf debris out, and hopefully you have um, some type of vacuum system, the riptide, the hammerhead, the power vac, or the bottom feeder to help you with the leaf debris in the pool. And that way all you're left with is the ash. Now, I don't recommend um, using the customer's filtration system to get the ash out of the pool. Unless they have a sand filter, you could put it in waste. You could vacuum the waste and you could vacuum all the ash out of the pool. But in my area in Southern California, the sand filters are very rare. And the majority of the filters are either DE or cartridge. So you can't really vacuum out the waste in most cases in my area. So one thing that I recommend you do is you get a portable um, pump or you can build one. And if you go to my website, I have um, a web page that shows you how to build a portable pump. And you can find this under um, Pool Care 101 on my website, swimmingprelearning.com, and a portable a green pool cleanup pump, which comes in really handy for a fire situation. So I like the Hayward um, SP1580 uh, Power Flow LX Series 1 horsepower pump. It comes with a 6-foot plug-in cord. And even though it says it's for an above-ground pool, you can definitely use it to vacuum out your in-ground pool. You may need to build a check valve for the front of the pump because it's not self-priming, and you may have trouble priming it in some cases. Uh, one trick is to use all-new hoses, so have a really good hose in front, pool hose in front, and one coming out of the top that's really sealed. And then this is a great way to pump out all the ash in a pool um, without using the customer's filtration system which will definitely be clogged up with all the ash. Um, it's definitely a huge amount of the ash in the pool. And I would again, I don't recommend using the customer's filtration system to remove it because you're going to clog it up. And like I mentioned at the beginning, if the fire is really severe, the cartridge filter will be ruined anyway, so it's not going to be effective in vacuuming it in there. So what I did during the fire problem that I had in my area, the ash is the main thing. And it also happened um, prior to this in, in Pasadena with the fires burning by the Griffith Observatory. All the ash was in the pool. And you don't, again, want to use the customer's system because you'll just clog it up. And it's not meant for that kind of um, the fine particle debris that the ash creates. So, uh, you know, even a sand filter will have trouble with the ash because it's not, it's too fine of a particle. It'll go, it'll go through in, in many cases right through the sand filter. So the portable pump is a great way. You just pretty much pump it out of the pool. You're going to lose maybe an inch of water, but you get all the ash out, and you just pump it out into the yard or into the um, sewer to get rid of all that, and it's highly effective. So if you're in a fire area, definitely invest in making a portable cleanup pump. I believe, you know, just all the parts with the pump itself is under $300 to do everything with a check valve. So it's really affordable. If you wanted to purchase a cleanup pump itself, a filtration system, Advantage Manufacturing makes two very good uh, portable filtration systems. This has the pump and the cartridge filter on top. We can also vacuum the waste with these particular pumps. They come in handy for other cleanup jobs, and they have the Minivac 2 and the Portavac. And if you mention that you do pool service for a living, they'll give you a wholesale price on the unit. And definitely check out that if you want a unit that you can use for other things besides just fire cleanup, but green pool cleanups, or if the customer has a equipment situation where it's not running, you can definitely use the portable filter and pump 
to maintain their pool and vacuum it out. So that's another option too, but you just need a basic portable cleanup pump basically in a situation like this. And it's definitely worth the investment because you can also use it again um, for other cleanup situations besides getting the ash out of the pool. So after you get all the heavy debris out of the pool, it may take you one or two weeks to do this. Usually I spend week one on the surface and then week two on the bottom and the vacuum system won't pick up the ash. So after two weeks, you're going to be left with just the ash in the pool at that point. So then you want to get the ash out of there. It won't damage the plaster or surface of the pool. I've had the ash in the pools for two or three weeks before, especially in the Colby fire where it was just disasters. I couldn't even get into the accounts anyway for the first week because the roads were all closed down. Um, but besides that, the ash was in there for quite a bit of time. And it didn't do any staining to the pool surface, which was good. It just was unsightly to have the pool covered in ash for two or three weeks. So just treat it as a normal cleanup where you do the surface, then you do the larger debris, and then you take care of the ash on the bottom of the pool. And the customer will have to be understanding that it is a process. There's no way you're going to be able to get everything back in shape in a week. And again, they'll probably be thankful that you're actually helping them clean up the pool anyway, because it's really a disaster after that. And do you charge extra for this? Well, if they want you to come back again and do a special cleanup, you'll have to be compensated. But typically, again, you want to spend 25 minutes per pool and get through your route. And you're going to have to uh, space it out and pace yourself over a two or three week period in this case. And again, the customer will have to be understanding that it's not something you can clean up instantly. And in some cases, it may even take a couple days for all the ash to settle down and sink to the bottom of the pool. So... The first couple days, you may not even be able to do anything because the pool may be covered in the ash and you have to kind of wait for it to go down because the filter really can't filter out a lot of it that's on the surface anyway. Um, it'll overload the system, especially if the fire was right near the service account or your pool. So definitely you want to let everything settle for a couple days and then you can vacuum it out the following week or two and get it all out of the pool. And let the customer know that you're going to use a portable pump to vacuum it out so that they're not concerned about their equipment getting clogged up. And this is also a great selling point for your service that you're going to clean it up with a portable pump and you're not going to use their equipment. You may get some calls from residents in the area that need to clean up. And if you have the equipment, you can definitely make some extra money doing that. But you're going to be pretty much overloaded with the service accounts that you're doing anyway to begin with. So doing any extra work in a windy situation with fires and ash is sometimes out of the question. But it's one of those things that you're going to probably run into where people want more help. Um, and in the areas, they get really covered with the ash from the fires. Let me pause here for a moment. I mentioned the Jobber app at the beginning. And the Jobber app is a great way to actually notify your customers of when you're going to show up at the account. It's a great way to send out automatic notifications. So if you're running late because of a situation like this where you're dealing with a fire and you have to cancel your service day or move it, the app is a great way to notify your customers very easily with a push of a button without having to um, do a mass email. And it's also a great way to keep track of um, what you're doing at the account in case you're doing anything extra that you can actually invoice the customer for. And so there's a good reason why Jobber is the number one service app used across all service industries. Another thing that you'll run into, and I've had this happen, is that you'll get everything cleaned up. And then the landscaper or gardener will go there with their blowers and blow all the ash into the pool. This is very common because the ash is all over the place on a deck, on the deck furniture, 
you know, everywhere you're going to have the ash. And so when they go to do their, their cleanup, oftentimes a lot of the ash will end up back in the pool. So you'll have to vacuum out a second time. So it's always good to wait, um, again, that first week anyway, to get all the heavy debris out of the pool and let the gardener do his thing. That way you just have to clean it up once. I made the mistake of cleaning up a pool before the gardener got there. And the next week I was there, I noticed that the pool was full of ash again, and that was from all the stuff on the deck that was blown into the pool. And there's nothing much they can do to keep the ash from going into the pool when they're doing their cleanup anyway, because it's just a fine particle debris that'll just actually blow right into the pool. So I mentioned the chemistry issue at the beginning of the podcast. And one thing I noticed with the ash in the pool is that it really messes up the chemistry and you won't even see the effects of it until later on. So for instance, the Colby fire that I mentioned at the beginning um, was in January and you know the water's cold, there's nothing really that you can notice at that point. But I did notice that in April and May when everything started heating up, that many of the pools on my route that were affected by the fire and the ash had some serious um, chemistry issues with algae, with the chlorine not holding in the pool. And I think a lot of that had to do with all the stuff that blew in there from the hillside and all the nitrates getting into the pool, the phosphates. And it was a real mess balancing these pools out. And I had a really hard time in the summer of 2014 after that fire to get everything back in shape, to keep the pools from um, turning on me. I just had use so many chemicals in the pool and do so many tricks that, um, which is a, a real hassle. And so that's one of the side effects after the fact that all the ash and everything that is washed into your pool or falls into your pool will cause a problem. In hindsight, I probably should have drained more pools. Maybe several of the pools should have been drained. But um, again, California, there's there was a dr- there's a drought uh, restrictions, so a lot of people don't want to drain their pools. Um, but it probably would have been a good idea to do that, to start with fresh water after the fire. And so if your pools have any chemistry issues after the fire, after the ash fills the pool, um, just be aware that it's probably from everything that blew into the pool, again, the nitrates, phosphates, and things like that, that really messed the chemistry up in a pool. Uh, your, the pool's going to be full of that from everything in the hillside. And, I, you know, I, I would even gather that the dead animals and all the other um, critters that were burned in the fire, um, the ash from that got into got into the pools too and messed things up. So a lot of organic matter was in the pool in a different form, of course, but nonetheless it got in there. So fires create a big mess just from the beginning to the end with the wind, with the ash, and of course with the problems with the chemistry. And if you're a homeowner dealing with a situation where you live in a potential fire area, which is probably most of the area in California, but if you live on the hill, especially you're in a high-prone fire area, one of the customers actually saved his house using a portable fire pump. Now, I don't recommend you stay in an area that has mandatory evacuations, but if your area is threatened by the fire and it's not a mandatory evacuation area, you could definitely use one of these portable fire pump carts Advantage Manufacturer makes one, and this is a really cool device. You could learn more about it at my website. If you go to Pool Products and you scroll down, you'll see Portable Fire Pump or Fire Pump Cart, and it's a really cool device. It has a Briggs & Stratton 550 series engine, 127cc, and it runs on gas, of course, 
um, because the power may be out in your area. So it's basically has a fire hose in front and then you have a hose that you would put into the pool and it's really powerful. I mean, it's, it's like, it's not like a garden hose type thing. This is a really powerful hose and it could put out a fire. And in this case, it saved his home. He put out the fire that was around him. There was an oak tree that burned, his tractor burned, but his house was saved. And he said he drained about four or five feet of water out of the pool. He fought the fire for a couple hours. And again, it's up to you if you want to um, get something like this to, as an investment to save your house in case the fire is burning nearby. I have several customers that have these fire pumps on my route now, and they feel a lot more peace of mind knowing that they have uh, this portable fire pump in case the fire does burn close to their house and there aren't resources that can help put it out. Because the garden hose is not going to put it out, um, you just use the pool water with this portable fire pump and you have 20,000 gallons at your disposal. So it's a great way to protect your house um, when you can. Again, if you have to evacuate, you're going to have to. But in a lot of cases, you can uh, put out the fire around your house with one of these portable fire pumps. And it's a great way to save your property and to limit the property damage um, from the fire burning right up to your house. And one of the nice features of the portable fire pump is you can actually buy um, the barricade fire gel retardant and you can actually spray it all around your house before the fact of the fire getting there. So it has a dual purpose of preventing preventative measure and if the fire does get close enough you can actually use this fire pump to put out the fire close to your house. So definitely uh, worth looking at. And again, that's made by Adma Advantage Manufacturing. They make the portable uh, pumps. And you can learn more about it on my website. If you go to Pool Products and you scroll down the Fire Pump Cart, and there's a link that will take you to the Advantage page to purchase the fire pump. And just be aware that even if the fire isn't anywhere near your service accounts, the wind has a tendency to blow the ash um, even uh, hundreds of miles away from the fire. I've had fires, like I mentioned, burning in um, downtown, uh, downtown LA area or San Fernando Valley, and the ash will get all the way to Pasadena and really make a mess of the pools there. So you don't really know where the ash is going to fall. So even if the fire is nowhere near your service accounts, don't be surprised if you have to deal with the problem with ash um, after the fact, depending on which way the wind is blowing. So it's a good idea to be prepared for it, especially if you live in an area like Southern California, Northern California, where it's very fire prone and to have the portable, I would invest in a portable cleanup pump for sure. And then I would invest in a vacuum system so you can get all the heavy debris out of the pools. And that way you're prepared for it and you're not going to be taken by surprise and you're going to actually be fully equipped to deal with the after effects of a fire, getting all the heavy debris out getting all the ash out of the pool without using the customer's filtration system, which should definitely be a bonus for you when you advertise your services to the customers. You can also tell them that you know that we live in a fire-prone area. If there ever is a fire in our area, or if there's ever ash in the area from the fire, that you have the equipment to clean it up without using their um, filter and pump. So a great selling point for a service for a service company that services areas where you may have a fire at one point or another. And one of the odd things that's happening too in the fire prone areas is that um, Southern California Edison and PG&E up north, 
Northern California is cutting the power off to the residents. So besides dealing with the fact that you have all this mess from the winds and the ash, um, you're not going to have power at the uh, customer's equipment anyway. So you may not even be able to use your portable uh, cleanup pump for a week or two, depending on how long the power is off for. And definitely the pool's not going to be running. So be aware that um, there's other complications as far as the fact that you may not have power. The pool may be off for a week or a few days um, during that situation. So, you know, it gets really messy, but understand the customer, of course, will be understanding that it takes time to clean it up. And that's the benefit of a vacuum system because you don't need the customer's equipment to power it. It runs off of a battery that's on the cart, or if you have the handheld version, you'll carry the battery back there with you. So again, another advantage of having a vacuum system is that you don't need the customer's electricity. So in a situation where you may not have power for a week, you can actually clean the pool really well, minus the ash, and be ready to get the ash out the following week. So definitely think about investing in a vacuum system of some kind. Um, it definitely is going to serve you well in windy situations and, of course, in situations where there has been a fire and you may not even have power at the account. You're going to have the equipment to be able to clean up the pool regardless of if the equipment is running or not at that service account. This podcast is also brought to you by InuPools.com. InuPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts in 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, Order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. And so I really hope you never have to go through any kind of fire cleanup. I unfortunately had to do this three times in my areas and over the years, and hopefully there won't be too many more of these. Um, But if you ever have to, at least you know kind of what to expect going forward with it. So I mentioned the website a couple times in this podcast, and if you are looking for more resources, definitely check that out. I have an ebook available available for $9.99. In the ebook, I have a section on the portable cleanup pump as well as the portable fire pump cart. And of course, the vacuum systems are also covered in the ebook. You can get that at the website swimproolearning.com for $9.99. And if you do um, pool service for a living and you need more one-on-one help with your business, with problems out on the route, definitely think about joining the coaching program. For $10 a month, you can text me. And for $20 a month, you can call me in real time. And you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.